All right, Brian Noonan, 720 WGN. White Sox rain delay theater is over. The game, if you are wondering, as Jen mentioned, has been suspended. It will be picked up again tomorrow. Uh, and now we kind of uh, go back into regular programming. Again, uh, thanks to all my guests who I had to cancel earlier today. But one uh, who I thought we had I kind of canceled. And then thankfully, uh, Danielle D'Alessandro had walked in uh, before once we found out that the game was suspended. Welcome. Danielle is with the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. And uh, we've had the pleasure of speaking before. And uh, yes, we, it was a lot of confusion, but I'm glad you uh, I'm glad I didn't have your number. So that you showed up, and the, you know the person I whose contact I did have didn't answer right away. So good to have you. <laughs> nice Thank you, Brian. It, it worked out just as, as it was supposed to. Yes, it has been a confusing day, but we're coming off a uh, two weeks ago a very successful Illinois Craft Beer Week. Uh, how did how did that go overall for the guild? Oh, it was great. Um, yeah, we kicked off the, uh, the the week with our signature event and fundraiser at the Garfield Park Conservatory, Beer Under Glass. We had 110 breweries, um, over 2,000 people joined us. So it, it, the weather cooperated. It yes. was a little little on the cool side, but it didn't rain, and um, and we had a great time. Yeah, it was a wonderful event. I had this was the first one I attended. It was it was great. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad know, to hear so, that. A lot of fun. I don't remember, uh, you know, I don't remember much of the ride home, but that's what Uber's for. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and again, for those who, who, the uninitiated, what is the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild? The, the Guild is the uh, nonprofit trade association that represents breweries across the state of Illinois. Um, we are focused on three main areas, advocacy, education, and promotion. So uh, what we'll be talking about a little bit later, but we advocate on behalf of our small brewers down in Springfield uh, with our state legislators and uh, with the governor's office and on the regulatory level with the Illinois Liquor Control Commission. Um, we do uh, we provide educational opportunities for our brewers with a conf- annual conference and technical seminars throughout the year and then we promote our our, our brewers by by hosting events and fundraisers mm-hmm. like beer under glass at the garfield park conservatory and uh one of our our other signature event fobab the festival of wood and barrelage yes. beer in november every year uh now in it and this will be the 17th year oh wow and uh and so those um, those promotion efforts um, not only um, highlight the work of our brewers, but also again raise money then to to support our efforts um, for the guilds and and part of that promotion piece then is is also what we're going to be talking about with our Friday Night Flight series yes. now in its third year. Uh, how many brewers? How many breweries are there now in Illinois? Well, we have over two hundred and thirty. Two hundred and thirty, and based five years ago, how many were there? In 2012, we estimated we had around 50. Okay. So we've seen right a 230 percent, I believe, or a 230 percent increase in in the number of breweries just in the last, you know, six seven years or so. That is amazing, and no uh, no end in sight. This is not uh, a fad that seems to be going away. Correct? No, I don't think so. And and a lot of folks have talked about that as we've seen kind of a, a maturing of the industry over the mm-hmm. last couple of years. Um, there had been double-digit growth um, at, at kind of the start of this craft beer explosion. Um, now we're um, kind of hovering right around that 4 to 5% range um, yeah. each year across the country. And so uh, people are starting to ask, you know, have we reached a saturation a saturation point? And um, I, I respond with, with two answers. Um, you know, one, there's about ten thousand wineries uh, right. uh, across the U.S. and no one, you know, thinks that there's a we've hit a saturation point with, with yeah. wineries, um, and, and so we're just over seven thousand breweries now um, across the country. Uh, but two, there are still a lot of neighborhoods that that don't have a craft brewery, and and so while they might not experience the same type of growth that a revolution brewing or half acre beer company or a distill did, kind of at the time you know that they opened, um, you know. 
they're really small and they're local and they're gathering place right. for the communities that they reside in and that's not going to change yeah it is and it is nice to see that uh, my, my local brewery just celebrated their second anniversary the other day so we were out there and it was nice to see not only adults but people bringing their their kids in to have a you know because they make pop there too and the pizzas and stuff so it was a really nice thing to watch a brewery take hold in a neighborhood and then because the people supported it because well they make you know good product so it was uh, that was that was a lot of fun all right let's start with the good news because uh you know uh, is there bad news well potentially <laughs> i think uh down in down in springfield yes potential potential bad that news that was that was a good lead in yes, yes but we will we will talk about that later let's start with let's start with happier news and you you alluded to this earlier friday night flights is coming back for the third year uh what what is friday night flights Friday Night Flights is a series of events that is hosted throughout the the city um, that highlights local neighborhoods and the breweries that that are located there. So this was a concept actually that that now former Mayor Rahm Emanuel um, had uh, when I first started with the guilds. Um, at the time, there was a, a new um, president for Choose Chicago, okay. and so the the mayor had had tasked him with you know coming up with you know again a series of of, of events that highlighted our our breweries, and so. I was at a luncheon and, and the mayor was there. So I went up to him and I said, I understand that you want to celebrate. You want to highlight all the, the amazing breweries that are here in Chicago. Let's make it happen. What is your vision? And he was like, Friday night outside breweries, you know, from around the neighborhood yeah. setting up, um, you know, doing a doing a tasting live music go. And so, <laughs> you know, we worked with uh, them with Choose Chicago and, 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 and created this. And so now in its third year, I, I think we have a pretty good, um, uh, pretty good plan that's laid out. We kick off the, the series this Friday, May 31st, mm-hmm. um, up at Gallagher Way. So right next to Wrigley Field, right. um, we'll have 33 breweries. We have Smoke Daddy and Big Star for food. Um, there's actually going to be a Cubs game on that night. They're away, okay. but they'll be able to put the, the, the game up on the big screen. Oh, nice. And there will be over a thousand people there. We'll have Jeez. music. I mean, when you talk about, you know, the, the tap rooms and the, and the brew pubs and it being a family affair, it's the same thing for right. these type of events. I mean, particularly when we get to be outside on a nice day, people are bringing their kids and their pets and um, and their friends. And it's just it's, it's a great time to just relax and, and share a couple of beers together. Now, are these ticketed events, Friday Night Flights? They are. Yeah, we have uh, the website um, that you can go Friday Night Flights um, that you can purchase tickets purchase tickets in advance um we raised the price this year so i believe that they are twenty dollars if purchased in advance and then twenty dollars at the entrance okay and is that is it is it similar to any other brew fest so you for your ticket price you get a sample you get samples and and you just wander around enjoy all the different breweries you get 10 you get a little punch card and you get 10 three ounce samples which when you're talking about three ounces in in, in, in the craft beer world, that's, that's where I always liberal. Yes, that's where, three well, ounces. Yeah, they're always more liberal than three ounces. Plus, you go, oh, they're little tiny glasses, and then you, oh, I didn't realize that one was eight percent alcohol, and that one is nine percent alcohol. Right. So, so these events are not necessarily meant to like be the one thing you do right. that Friday evening. Yes. You know, come, you know, sample some beer, meet the brewers, um, hang out, you know, maybe grab a bite to eat, but then. 
go explore go the neighborhood. And, right. So particularly for, for, for this Friday, Big Star and Smoke Daddy will be there. But then when the event ends or, or when when you're done, you know, there's Lucky Door, which is a great craft beer bar right there. And then you have Budweiser Tavern. And then you actually have the Big Star and Smoke Daddy mm-hmm. restaurants. And so it's it's meant for, you know, to draw you in, stay in the neighborhood, buy from the neighborhood, have a good time. Very nice. And uh, well, if you go to ChooseChicago.com uh, or just Google Friday Night Flights, it'll take you right there. It'll give you the entire schedule. So as Danielle mentioned, you've got uh, the one on Friday. You're also going to be uh, all over the Brewing District, Ravenswood, uh, 31st Street Beach, Milwaukee Avenue Corridor, the Riverwalk. So a lot... You know, basically covering beer all over the uh, all over the city, which is nice. And all right, now, but I got to ask you this: that's why I asked if it was a ticketed event. You mentioned people coming with their kids and stuff. So the on Friday night flights, it's not like Fobab or Beer Under Glass, where you have to be twenty one. Obviously, you have to be twenty one to drink. But if I'm walking through the neighborhood with my kids and I I have my ticket, they can they can come through with me, right? Absolutely. Um, and and we see that with particularly some of our our neighborhood events. People are walking by on, you know, at five or six, seven o'clock at night and, and they're pushing their stroller and they're walking their dog and nice. um, they're like, oh, I, what, what's going on here? And they're, <laughs> yeah, they are able to buy a ticket. And if you don't, if you purchase a ticket and you don't use all of your, um, your 10 three ounce samples with mm-hmm. your punch card, um, we actually are, are happy to have you come back to another event and, oh, nice. and be able to use that. Yeah. So you're, you're not limited to just that one event. Very nice. The kickoff event for Friday Night Flights again is uh, May 31st, 6 to 9 at Gallagher Way, which you know is right next to Wrigley Field. All right. Friday Night Flights, fun all summer. Let's do one more fun thing, then we'll take a break and we'll come back and discuss what could be uh, potentially... Not devastating news, obviously, but not the news. Nobody wants to pay more money. Uh, But... Let's uh, let's talk about the passports and uh, the Drink Illinois uh, Drink Illinois Summer Passport, which I tried to get one the other day, and my the brewery I was at did not have them. I was very disappointed, so I figured I'd just have to drink off the grid like everybody else. There we go. Yes, thank you. Um, the Summer Passport Program uh, is meant to encourage um, craft beer enthusiasts um, and then just people new, hopefully, to right. craft beer, too, um, to, to go out and explore the breweries that are across our state. We have over 150 participating breweries. So you, you grab this passport, you, you buy it, you go into a brewery that, that's on the list, you go and you buy a beer, they give you a passport sticker, and, and you get 40 of those stickers. You mail in your, you tear out the authorization page at the back of the passport, because you know we want you to make you be able to keep that passport right. um and uh you mail that in um there's the program is three months long um so started may 10th runs through august 10th um and you get 40 of those and and we provide a year's worth of our beer enthusiast um uh, membership um and 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 yeah we we only print a limited number and so passports went went fast they but went that's, very fast but that's part of um part of the fun and and so we do on our website we we notate the breweries that had passports and we've been up slowly updating once yeah. they let us know that they run out which we do ask them uh, to inform us <laughs> um and so there there are still some passports out there but yeah we would recommend uh calling one of the breweries that's on the list that might be nearby to Well to the check nice first. thing is they don't check you can drink at these breweries without a passport it's not Absolutely. like going into and Canada they they let us you know they let me come in whether i have documentation or not i'm i'm free to 
just spend my money wherever. Absolutely. I, I do hope that they are you know, asking for your ID, though. Oh, well, the ID, sure. <laughs> legal, legal IDs, but it, my residency doesn't matter, or if I've been to this brewery before, doesn't matter. They Absolutely just, not. They just want, which is, and I, I think that's part of the fun, too, because I've, I follow different Facebook groups, and I, I follow IllinoisBeer.org, which is the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild website, but it's nice to see people trying all these different breweries, and then I see them, like, oh, that's one... I'm going to be going that way. I need to. I need to swing in and see what's going on at that place. So, because it's hard, it's hard to keep track. There's, a, there's, you know, especially if you live in one part of the city, you may know five or six breweries in that part of the city, and those are the ones you frequent. And then you, oh, I didn't even know this was down here. Right, and that's part of the fun of it, too, is, is having breweries that are participating that are all the way down in, in Ava, Illinois, yes. Scratch Brewing, or you know, out near the Quad Cities, um, or, or in Champaign-Urbana, or Springfield. Um, so it really is meant to encourage people to go out and explore. You know, we, we love the fact that um, for so many of our breweries, you have your, your locals and, and the, the folks that come in day in and day out. But it, again, it's meant to really encourage people to, to see what else is out there and experience uh, the uniqueness of each taproom and brew pub because the individuality that the brewer or the owner brings to that is is really special. Um, yeah. and, and, and it's been a privilege to be able to see um, see that come out and to see the creativity that our brewers have when they're creating their space. It is amazing, not only the space, but the beers that they are producing. And in, and each each brewery has its own identity, and it's it's a lot of fun. Danielle D'Alessandro is here. She is the uh, spokesperson with the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. If you go to IllinoisBeer.org, you'll get all the information there. And don't forget to uh, look for Friday Night Flights in cooperation with Choose Chicago. Friday Night Flights starting this Friday at uh, Gallagher Way, 6 to 9. You can get your tickets. You can find out who, which breweries are participating in that. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Springfield is at it again, and uh, how will it affect beer drinkers and and uh, mm, not in a good way. We'll find out after this. 720 WGN. All right. We are talking beer with Danielle D'Alessandro from the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. Uh, Friday Night Flight starts this Friday. That is good news. The uh, the Drink Illinois, the, uh, what do we call it? Yeah, the Drink Illinois Summer Passport. Go around to enjoy all the breweries in Illinois. That is good news. The potential bad news for people who drink beer and other spirits as well, uh, a new proposed excise tax. How is that? What would it mean for consumers? What would it mean for the people who go in to support these craft brewers that you represent? And what would it mean to the craft brewers? Yeah, thank you, Brian. Um, it, you know, it could mean that the beer that you buy might cost more. Uh, more likely, though, uh, it probably means that the brewer will be will be eating that cost. Um, okay. So right now, Illinois has um, a state excise tax of 23.1 cents per gallon. Um, that is the highest among Midwest states. Um, right. We have uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin, I believe, at six cents. Um, we have Indiana at 11 and a half. And, um, and so this would, the at least what we've heard, um, the proposal would raise that 20% to an additional 4.6 cents up to 27.7 cents. Hmm. And so for a small brewery that's producing maybe 1,500 barrels, that's over $2,000 in, in, that they're hit with a new tax. For a mid-sized brewery that's around nine or 10,000 barrels annually, that's over $12,000. And so for these small businesses, um, you know, again, they're 
they might not pass it on the consumer. It might yeah. mean that they eat that, and that could be a part-time employee. That could be the decision between whether or not they can provide additional um, health care benefits. And so this is pretty significant. So we're, we're, we're doing our best to ask legislators to not include that in, in the proposal for a capital bill. Yeah, right now it's not, right now there is no, uh, there is no, nothing written down, but this is something that's being toyed with. And, you know, when you, it's hard when you'd say, oh, it's only, it's four cents, but that's four cents a gallon. And that, and those gallons add up. And again, you know, you're looking at big brewers like Goose or Revolution. They can, nobody wants to pay more, but they can absorb it a little more than somebody who is, you know, a draft only brewery or, you know, a tiny, uh, somebody who's trying to get a foothold. That's, that's a lot of money. Because they're already paying, am I? They're already paying like four different taxes, correct? That's correct. So there's state excise tax. You have a state excise and sales tax. Then you have federal excise taxes, and that's on top of the income and payroll and property taxes that a lot of these brewers are making. And then depending on the municipality that they're in, so for any brewer that's in Chicago, they're paying a Chicago excise tax and a Cook County excise okay. tax. So that all adds up, and and based on estimates that we have over 50% of the cost of, of to manufacture beer is taxes. It's not hops, wow. it's not barley, it's not water, it's taxes. That's insane. Now they're lumping it in with uh, other spirits, wine and liquor as well. And historically those have been sin taxes. You know, oh, you want to drink a beer? Well, you know, then you got to pay cuz you're doing something you know, immoral. You're, you're you know, <laughs> you're being you're being a bad person cuz you're enjoying alcohol, so we're going to tax it more. That seems like such an outdated concept. It really is. And so we did a press conference in Springfield and in Chicago on Friday. Matt Potts, the um, founder and brewmaster of Distill Brewery in Normal, made an excellent point. He's like, beer is not a sin tax. And, it, and it's not a sin and shouldn't be taxed like one. We're providing... <laughs> jobs, um, economic growth um, across the state. So uh, Matt down at Distill employs over 250 people, has invested $22 million in in that area with with his new brewery and then the two brew pubs that he has. And so you are going to see more revenue if you allow this industry to continue to grow than you are by by taxing them. We just think that that's a little backwards. What is the state, and you may have have, uh, said this figure, what's the state hoping to get from this tax? I mean, if they're looking... There's got to be a lot of people drinking a lot of alcohol in Illinois. What do they think they're going to get from this? Legislators and the governor's office has, um, I believe they've estimated that it would bring in an additional $70 million annually. It's a lot of money in a state that's, uh, you know, in a state that, that needs it. But then you're looking, if you want to, that's the problem with Illinois. We're going to tax, we want businesses to open here. We want people to, to, to create jobs. And these are jobs. Some, yes, some are part-time jobs in the service industry in these tap rooms and stuff, but it's still a job in a local community. You've got people creating all these jobs, and yet you want to tax them more to, in some cases, it, it may, and I don't think I'm being uh, overly dramatic, it may drive some really small brewers out of business, correct? We, we sure hope not. You're right. But, but, but we're concerned about it. And we're, we're definitely concerned about the breweries that are looking to expand mm-hmm. potentially with the second location or be able to expand and, and, and purchase new equipment, new tanks to be able to, to grow their volume. And, and that's a really good point, too. It, this is an industry that, that isn't just manufacturing 
or retail, we're, we're manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So we go into these industrial corridors and we revitalize them and when we bring new businesses into those areas. And then some of our small brewers are distributors and so they're they're interacting with retailers and um, and with consumers. And then you have our, you know, with, via the tap rooms and, and the brew pubs, we have that retail component too. So yeah. you're right, that this is an industry that is continuing to see growth that is providing, at least from the craft beer industry side, over $3.1 billion in economic um, uh, impact in the state of Illinois and is is directly or indirectly employing over 16,500 jobs. And then you, you look at that on the, the, the larger scale with beer overall, mm-hmm. and that's a $14 billion economic impact. That's over 45,000 jobs. This it's a real industry, and yeah, we don't well, want to. We don't want to see that that potential growth hindered. What uh, roadblocks are you running up against? Obviously, everybody's going to say, "Well, we need the money." So, who is who's fighting? Who's who's pushing for this more than the governor and some legislature? And who's pushing against it other than the brewers? And obviously, you know, I'm sure. Any anybody who deals in alcohol is fighting this. Yeah, we actually have been working with a coalition of, of organizations. So from the the Illinois Retail Merchants Association that represents you know grocers across the state, we've been working with the wine association, with the craft distillers, with distributors, with our larger brewers, um, with Illinois Restaurant Association. So this has really um, been been a, a good effort to uh, to ask our legislators to find another revenue source to to fund a capital bill. Um, because people don't think about you while you represent the craft brewers of Illinois there's you know major brewers there's distri- there's a lot of a lot of levels to this and a lot of people whose pockets are going to be reached into if this goes through Absolutely. And so again, we would say that from a small business standpoint that we might have a lot of brewers that that eat that cost and and then when you have particularly when you talk about stores that are along the border we're concerned that mm. you're just going to continue to see lost revenue then from from of folks course. that are in you know Alton just going over to to, to St. Louis right. or if you're on the the Indiana border they're just going to go over to Indiana to right. to just to go purchase. to Three Floyds exactly you know Three Floyds has been a, a great partner with us oh so, no I'm so I, I'm not bashing Three Floyds them, but no but, but, right but they're absolutely. they're in Indiana so right. you know if I'm on if I'm on the border and I go well I could pay more. Mm-hmm. Or I'll, I'll drink here. It's it's just like when they started with the bag tax and everything. People on the border of the city went to the suburbs. So if you want to take that to a bigger level, like you said, if I want to go, if I'm close to the border and I want to go into Iowa and it'll save me some money, okay, well, unfortunately that hurts my community. It hurts the people who are employed in my community. But a lot of people think their pockets first. You know, it's it's... You work Absolute hard for your money. Nature. You don't want to spend. You don't want to spend more than you have to. So people should. Uh, if, if people care about this, they should talk to their legislators. They, they should, should get in, in we charge. We actually of have a website. It's ah. just oppose-higherbeertaxes.com. Okay. And so you just type in your name and your address, and there is a script that comes up, and it's automatically will uh, send it to your state senator and state rep. So oh. we we would absolutely ask people to visit oppose-higherbeertaxes.com to submit that to their legislators. Perfect. Do it. Oppose-higherbeertaxes.com. That's the that's the money issue, so we'll do that first. Then, once you feel you've done your civic duty and you want to go out and celebrate, then you go to, uh, you put in Friday night flights, and you go to one of the wonderful Friday night flights starting uh, this Friday night at Gallagher Way, 6 to 9. Uh, you go there, you get all, in, all the information about Illinois Craft Beer at IllinoisBeer.org. That's the Illinois Craft Brewer Guild website. Uh, Danielle, always fun to talk to you. Thank you for, again, being so being so flexible as the day went on, and uh, we'll talk again very soon. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. All right, let's do this, and it's news time, 720 WGN.